This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 23. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and today's chat is with Tressa Masiak. We're talking about Tressa's transition to motherhood, pursuing a passion for photography, and some tips for mamas wanting to pursue their favorite hobbies. Stay tuned for the end because Tressa's mom hack is one of my favorites. Thanks for listening in. Here's my chat with Tressa. Hi, Tressa. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I am super excited about this topic. Um, And Lindsay, who is a listener of the podcast and a friend of yours, Mm -hmm. and um, she has been like a rock star (laughs) with like sending me some great (laughs) topics to chat about with my husband on past episodes and um, also the idea for this episode, which is uh, pursuing hobbies and passions as a mom. Mm -hmm. And I think there's kind of this um, feeling of where you go through like a morning a little bit of maybe not all moms go through this, but you know, you feel like maybe in a way you lose part of yourself <laughs> when you become right. a mom just because your your life changes so much. So um, yeah, I'm excited to chat with you about that today. Uh, so maybe we can start off and you can just tell me a little bit about yourself and how many kids you have. Okay. So um, I've been married to my husband for uh, five and a half years. Um, we met um, through a friend from college. I went to Franciscan. I know probably a lot of a a lot of listeners with Franciscan. That's um, great. I love that. Yeah. And um, he didn't, my husband didn't go to Franciscan, but um, the friend that set me up did. Um, and so we have three little kitties. Um, ben is four. Uh, Lucy uh, will be three in February. And Jack is my my Christmas baby. He was born December 22nd. So he's going to have his first birthday soon. Oh, that's so, so fun. Yeah. Have you guys talked about what you're going to do for his birthday, being oh, so close to Christmas? It's and- so bad. It's so bad. Oh, I, I really didn't <laughs> want Christmas baby. He came almost two weeks late. Um, oh. So it was like, <laughs> no, not the Christmas baby. Um, oh, my goodness. But, it, you know, we look back on it, and it, it was kind of magical, you know, happened. It was like my yeah. own little baby Jesus. Um, oh. But, yeah, so, we, so I, I think we're just going to do kind of a small party this year because he doesn't really know um yeah (laughs) yeah but uh yeah so probably some family over that's awesome yeah (laughs) I always felt like that's like such a special time to be pregnant during advent and it's just yeah it's like you're walking along with Mary (laughs) in her journey as well so I love that yeah initially I was like super excited about that I was like wow this is gonna be the most epic advent ever I'm gonna just be like just like Mary (laughs) and then and then you know by the end of it I was like I'm the farthest thing from Mary you know (laughs) I was so frustrated that I was going so late and all that so yeah (laughs) so did um your doctor and midwife let you go like the full two weeks late or did you um, end up came, having to go? He came 10 days late. So, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up going into labor on my own. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> wow. That's cool. I love that. And I have a Lucy too, who's the same age. Yeah. So that's so sweet. Oh yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, so what was the transition like for you going from having no kids um, to then becoming a mom? <clears throat> so that, um, well, I always wanted to be a mom. I was just like, 
stereotypical, I just want to get married and have a million children, um, you know, like we grew up Catholic. Um, <laughs> so sweet. that was, that was like the biggest desire of my heart. Um, and so when I had my son, it honestly was a very easy transition for me. And part of that, he was a really good baby. I mean, mm-hmm. slept really good. Um, it was just very simple. Um, the transition to two was probably more of a different story. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, that was, you know, definitely a lot more of, I felt like there's a lot more sacrifice involved. Maybe not, not to say that one kid isn't sacrifice, you know, but I just, mm-hmm. I felt like my time was truly not my own anymore. You know? Yeah. That's so, so interesting. Cause I think it might've been the opposite for me that like going from zero to one was harder than going one to two. But I wonder if it's like a personality thing with the kids, if you had a I, easier baby the first time. I definitely think so, because I have heard, I've heard mixed reviews. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And you have uh, three kids now total. So, yes, I have um, three. And then what was the transition like going from two to three? Was that um, a little so, easier? So yeah, like I, one to two was definitely the hardest um, than, and then two to three, because for me, um, I felt like, um, when Lucy was born, Ben was 20 months and there was nobody there to entertain him and he really wanted to be entertained at that age. Mm. And then, so when Jack was born, Lucy, who was 22 months at the time, was entertained by Ben. So I felt like the transition from two to three was not as bad as one to two. Um, again, my time, my time was definitely not my own at that point. Um, yeah. But I was just a little bit more used to it, and I liked the way that they, you know, Ben and Lucy really kind of, they became friends because I had the new baby now. You know, they were like, they were a pair, you know, and they, yeah. still, they still are. They're the, the bestest friends, so. <laughs> That's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. And um, did were you working at that time, or were you working full-time or a stay-at-home mom? So or? I worked full-time um, up until I had Ben, until I had my first um and then I stayed home full time. So um, the fo- the photography came as um, I just wanted to take good pictures of Ben. I really had no background in photography other than I was just, you know, I liked to take pictures. But yeah. Um, and so then it kind of became this this hobby that, you know, I started developing and people started asking me, oh, can you take our Christmas card or you know, whatnot? And then that became a game like oh I think maybe I could kind of turn this into a little business so it's I still don't consider myself really that much of a working mom um it does take up my time but I it's Mm -hmm. you know it's not a a huge it's very enjoyable and it's just kind of on the side so right interesting okay so do you do that uh part-time now or is it yep okay so awesome um that's really interesting that it just came out of just a passion of wanting to take good pictures of your kids. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's neat. I, we got married and, you know, you get all the wedding money and I asked my husband, oh, could, could we buy a nice camera, you know, like our investment to have for the rest of our life, you know, kind of thing. He's like, right. all right, let's go for it. So, you know, we bought a nice camera and then I was just taking, you know, basic snapshots and then I realized like this camera can do a lot more, you know, and... Yeah. Since then, I'm I've currently upgraded uh, two more times, so it's kind of funny that I was like, you know, for the rest of our life. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, photography funny. is a very expensive hobby. Um, mm-hmm. So 
there's always better gear which is you know yeah. it can be frustrating but <laughs> yeah well my husband is a videographer and so it's like a similar oh idea. yes yeah it's very similar <laughs> there's yep. always yeah some something else so um so then how were you able to learn that skill are you self-taught <clears throat> or did you take some classes um, I'm self-taught for the most part I I um I wanted to take better pictures and, um, you know, I just started Googling, you know, how to take better pictures, you know, with my DSLR. Um, and so then that was kind of my, like when, when Ben would go down for his nap, that was like my time just start, you know, reading article after article. And then, you know, I, when he was up, I'd try to like, you know, put it into practice on him. Um, and then I ended up taking, um, like a year or so later, I took a, um, just like a four-week workshop um, online. I took two of those, actually, um, just to kind of further my skills. So, Great. And um, yeah. how do your kids deal with all the photos? <laughs> Are they okay with it, or do they not like having pictures taken They're, of themselves? They've actually kind of really grown to, like, love it. Um, oh, I you love know, that. Yeah, they, they kind of appreciate it. And I think that um, it helped, you know, I'll show them the pictures, and I'll show them when I'm done editing them, and they enjoy looking back on the memories, which is rewarding, so it's not just yeah. for me. You know, like, they, it, it will be, you know, something they will ha- always have. And, um, I mean, obviously there's like the age, um, Jack's kind of getting into this now, you know, where they just want nothing to do with the camera. They just, you know, crawl away or walk away. That's, you know, it's like from, what is it? 10 months to like, I'd say two, um, yeah. <laughs> two and a half maybe, Yeah. you know, Lucy's to this, to the age now where she's like, you know, starting to pose and like, you know, <laughs> um, Sometimes I do bribe them. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guys, how about a lollipop if you look at me? <laughs> but oh, for the, for the most part, um, my passion is documenting them um, candidly, so in their natural element. Mm. Um, so a lot of times it's, you know, not even like, you know, they're just playing and they don't even know that I'm taking a photo of them from the other room, you know? Right. So... Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Uh. So it's like you can, with photo- photography and being able to, you know, photograph your children, it's like you can kind of hone that skill just as a mom, like throughout the day with your kids. Yes. Um, yeah. Be able to practice it. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious uh, just about your schedule in terms of um, when you are able to, I know you talked about, you know, when Ben would nap, that's when you would kind of do your research mm-hmm. and reading. And then you were able to practice um, with the kids um, awake. But now when you go and do um, like photo shoots for families and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, what does your schedule look like for that? How, how do you balance that? Um, so there's always in photography, there's always the mad rush in the fall. Um, so it's mostly on the weekends and thankfully my husband is, um, very supportive, you know, and, um, we're blessed. His parents are in town, so they, um, will watch the kids and stuff. So it is, you know, it's, when I got into this and decided to make it a business, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, being a mom, a wife and mom came first. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, I try not to do shoots on Sundays, um, you know, try to keep that, you know, day of rest and family day. Yeah. So it's mostly, you know, evenings and Saturdays. Um, 
But for the most part, um, like this year, the Mad Rush, you know, I would seventy five percent of my work for the whole year was in um, September and October. That was really busy, but it was kind of wow. like this is like the season, you know? Yeah. Um, do you think uh, is that mostly because like outside it's so beautiful, people are wanting photos, or do you think it's a Christmas card thing? It's, I think it's more of a Christmas card thing than anything else. Okay. You know, people are willing to kind of pay. Um, you know, they, they want that family photo. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and, and so I said I had this big rush this fall, and I was starting to get, like, a little stressed because all my editing was backed up, but I just knew that, like, just one day at a time. Like, so I would put the kids down, and then I would go to my editing, and I just really tried to not, you know, just, okay, what I get to, I get to. And, you know, I mm. and I told my clients, like, look, it's really busy right now, so... You know, it'll be two to three weeks or so. So, um, I just, yeah, it's really, it was really important to me too that if like doing this, I didn't want to cut it into the time with my husband. So I really Mm. try to stick to my editing, um, solely when the kids are napping, not when, um, Andy's home because I just really, you know, I cherish that time with him. So, oh, that's so good because that's a hard thing to do. I think to, you know, stay committed to that yeah. and realizing like your priority as, yeah. you know, a wife and a mother and being like, okay, yeah. I got to block off that time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cause I know it's hard getting like Cameron and I experienced that where it's hard having that time, just the two of us. Um, so yeah, so that's great. So you do most of your editing then just during the nap times. Pretty much always. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. So nap time is very vital in our household. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are all your kids napping still or some of them doing quiet time or that? Yeah, Ben, I am I'm a blessed. He is four and a half and he still takes a nap. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, they all, they do kind of go to bed a little bit yeah. late. So, you know, it's kind of give and take. Right. But. That's hard. That's always the trade-off because Lu- Lucy is kind of, our Lucy is kind of um, at that point where most days she does not take a nap, but she just does quiet time. But that's so that we can get her to bed by like 7.30 or 8. But today, for example, yeah. she is napping. So that means it's going to be, you know, a little a little bit later that she's going right, to go to bed. Right, right. So, that's how it is here too, yeah. Yeah, so that definitely is a trade-off. Um, mm-hmm. So going back a little bit, I, I want to touch on this um, this idea of after you become a mom, a lot of times our you know, hobbies and passions are kind of uh, put to the side or put on a back burner. Did you experience that at all? Did you have interests, um, you know, before having kids that you then had to set aside for a time or were you pretty much able to keep up with things? Um, well, it's kind of kind of funny. I, you know, growing up in like in high school and stuff, you know, you always like whatever people ask you, what are your hobbies? And I always said people were my hobbies. <laughs> Um, and I was always, I was always kind of embarrassed that I never had like a hobby. Like I, you know, I, I hadn't found photography yet yeah. and I'm like, gosh, it's like, so like everybody's got something except me, but relationships are really important to me. Mm. Uh, I had 11 bridesmaids and they were all wow. friends. <laughs> That's um, awesome. One was a cousin, but, um, wow. so, um, I guess in that aspect, that was a transition when I got married mm. and, you know, started having babies was you can't keep up quite like you used to, you know, with, with relationships. Um, so, 
um, my my people hobby. Um, yeah. You know, I, I still keep in touch with my friends, but you know how, you know, your kids and your husband come first, obviously. So, um, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, that's a, definitely a transition because, um, I mean, I think about when I was single or even when I was married before kids, being able to do coffee dates with friends or yeah, phone mm-hmm. calls. And really that doesn't happen as, as much as I would like anymore. So I can totally see that. Um, yeah, because now if you know you want to have a meaningful conversation, you know you got kids screaming in the background, or people, you know, they're asking right. for things, or and then you know in, in the time like you, you know, we we're talking about with our husbands, you know, it's special, and it's like you, you hate to cut in, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, that's that's true. Um, so then, when photography came about, um, it was through wanting to photograph your kids, and then. It just became a passion of yours um, through it that did. and you wanting to do it, it more often. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah, I just I really just kind of became obsessed with it a little bit. Um, and I just started what I what I love about it most is that um, like I just view um, I view what I'm looking at differently. Um, and, it, you know, I, I see the way the light hits the kids mm. and I just see like art within the everyday yeah. And um, it makes kind of the mundane of motherhood magical. Mm. Um, it's like, you know, it might be a cloudy day, but, you know, they've got this one window and the light is just streaming on them just so. And it's just like, you know, I'm watching them play and I just, I see it. You know, all of a sudden I see the vision. I'll, you know, I'll run, you know, I'll grab my camera. And um, that has just been, I just, it's like really made, made me fall in love with just God's natural beauty of, of mm-hmm. light. Um, so much that, you know, photography, there's, there's this term called the golden hour. I don't know if your husband yeah, has ever yeah. talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's the hour before sunset, you know, when the sun hits and it's just, you know, it's golden, you know, the way it's hitting everything, it's low, it's hitting us. And, um, you know, we get that twice a day. And I, I used to be the type of person I would always get up when the kids got up, but now I get up before them because I just hate to miss that. Not even, I, mm. I don't photograph it, um, hardly ever in the morning, but I just love it now. I love the light. I love, it's just like, it's spiritual for me now, yeah. you know? It's just, wow, it's just, beautiful. I feel alive with it, you know? It, it's so, it's really just been just the mundane, you know, I just feel like I appreciate so much what God has done um, just in the simple day, you know, he gives us these two beautiful golden hours every day, you know, yeah. um, it sounds kind of silly now I'm saying it out loud, but, um, no, not at all. <laughs> so that is, you know, I've really grown to love that. And then, you know, just, you know, photographing the kids with it too, you know, and just making our everyday artwork is just, you know, really kind of special. So mm. that's beautiful. And I, uh, what I love about this so much is that it seems like this was a gift of like a, this is a gift of yours from God, but it's not something that like manifested itself until you had children, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is so awesome that you know God's continually revealing, um, you know, the gifts that He's given us. Yeah, um, throughout and our I, life, I was never an art kind of girl. <laughs> you know, I'm, very, yeah. I'm very type A. I'm very black and white. I, you know, art is just kind of abstract to me. And, and, and like, if you ever told me, if you told me this, you know, 15 years ago that I would be talking about art to somebody, you know, I'd be like, ha, yeah, right. You know, like, 
Um, so yeah, that is kind of a cool point that my kids brought out another piece of me that I guess I never really knew existed or would exist, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So do you have any advice or thoughts for moms who, um, are discovering maybe that they have a particular passion or hobby, or maybe it's a hobby that they had to let go for a time, Mm -hmm. but would like, would like it to be a part of their schedule? Um, my, I guess my biggest piece of advice would be, is to communicate it to your husband. Um, because I feel like you kind of need that that support too. Because if you just kind of start developing a hobby out of the blue or you haven't been practicing in a while, it's like, really, what's going on here? You know, like, um, and so like, this is something that's important to you and explaining to that you, you know, that this is going to help you be a better wife and mom. Um, and then from there, like knowing that you have his support, um, kind of just making a game plan, like, okay, so how can I develop this? Like, I know, Amber, you said yeah, you used to be uh-huh. a runner, right? See, I'm a yeah. big fan. I know, I know the details <laughs> of your... <laughs> That's so awesome. Thanks. Uh, um, so I know it's, it's really hard yeah. to find the time, but, um, you know, making like game plans, like, okay, when can I, I don't know if you want to get back into running. I'm just using yeah, this as an great. example. Um, but you know, like, okay, like this is kind of what my day normally looks like. Where could I carve out Mm -hmm. time for this? You know, where, where are like these little windows that sometimes they're really hard to find. Um, and that's my other piece of advice too, is like, I feel like your, your life, like as a mom kind of goes in Mm -hmm. seasons. Like when Jack was born, it was just, okay, new transition. Like photography kind of had to be put on the back burner a little bit like my editing time was I was nursing him now right. like I was you know how you know demanding newborns are and it, like I had to tell myself it's okay like it's not going to be like this forever mm-hmm. you know this is certainly not going to be this forever and cherish your newborn you know like um and you know right now I'm at a good place I feel like I've got my windows are a little yeah. bit bigger you know right so to speak yeah that's awesome yeah oh. and the running thing it's funny that you should bring that up now because I uh I love what you said about like discussing it with your husband because this was like a conversation that I had with Cameron with like wanting to do more running and I actually just did a 5k this past weekend so (laughs) I got back into it which was great yeah so um yeah it's funny that you should mention that but yeah you're right communication with like once my husband understood like that that's kind of where I was coming from and that I might have you know needed some kind of outlet to um, yeah, to be a better wife and mother. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm lucky that like running is something that I can do pretty much with the kids, which is nice. So I didn't need to, yeah, (laughs) I didn't need to spend too much time without them running. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. That's great advice. Um, and maybe you can speak to moms who, cause I think there's a sense of like guilt when we, I, I've talked I've talked to a sub, uh, several people about this recently about like mm-hmm. the sense of guilt you have when you just need to like do something for yourself sometimes. So yes. yeah, what yes. do you think about that? And maybe you can talk to women who are who are feeling that. Um, I think as long as like whatever your hobby is, like you you just you need to see like how does it glorify God? Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, and that was something I kind of wrestled with a little bit with the photography, like, okay, is this strictly for myself? Like how, 
how am I glorifying God with this? And like, you know, I kind of came to the conclusion of, okay, like, you know, it's, it's a gift to my kids. It's, you know, I've really appreciated, you know, finding God, you know, in the mundane through art, you know? So I think, um, yeah, you definitely got to take the guilt away because, um, (laughs) you know, if it's, I feel like most of the hobbies that, you know, moms, what I'm assuming can glorify God, you can glorify God with, you know, whether it be cooking, um, you know, that's something I'm sure that their families appreciate, or I'm trying to think of other hobbies that moms might have. Um, but yeah. just that that's that's pray, that's awesome what you you're know, saying pr- about praying about mm-hmm. it and just yeah seeing where if God is giving me this desire like how can I use it for his glory yes know? okay I love this because <laughs> it's that's <laughs> that does take away the guilt because as, as soon as you bring God into the picture and like if I'm doing this to glorify God and yeah. and it's going to help me become um, you know, a better mom and serve my kids better. And yeah, that, that just lifts the guilt. So I love that you said that. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's great. Um, so Teresa, what would you say is your favorite part of your home and why? Um, (laughs) this is a hard one. Um, we live in a really small apartment. Um, and it's something I've kind of wrestled with because it's kind of outdated. Hmm. Um, I'm really excited my we're building a house right now oh exciting um, so it's kind of, so I can tell you what I would think would be my favorite part but no I need to live in the present um, <laughs> that's great and um I love that the sun right here I'm going to talk about the sun yeah I love that the sun rises in the kitchen mm. I love that eastern light that streams through I've got the cup of coffee and it's just it's it's magical to yeah. me um so that was kind of, when, like I said, we're building a house right now. So something that was important to me was to have the sun rise in the kitchen. Yeah, that's so beautiful. <laughs> so. That reminds me of something else I wanted to ask you about. Because um, you said you get up early to, um, yeah, just watch the sun rise and to have that golden yeah. hour. Do you yeah. find, is that the time when you usually uh, take prayer? Or how, how do you get prayer in your schedule? Um, yep, that that is something kind of newly developed um, the last six months. Actually, my friend Lindsay, the one, you know, that uh, we're, the, we're chatting about. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about before. Um, she always got up before the kids. And I'm like, man, I don't know how you do that. Um, <laughs> and she was like, just try it. No. Um, so I started doing that. And then I realized, wow, like I can actually pray in the mornings. And so usually I say a morning offering um, as I'm getting out of bed, as I'm, you know, literally rolling out. And then I Mm -hmm. hop in the shower and then I I either pray when I'm blow drying my hair (laughs) or right after that. Um, So that is my morning prayer time. So um, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm at the point where I, am trying to slash I want to <laughs> I want to will it to get up before my kids because we're getting to the point now where they're mostly sleeping through the night so I feel like okay I'm mm-hmm. ready to get up again yeah, and I take on this. the day yeah yeah <laughs> so that's awesome um and what have you been loving recently <clears throat> So I knew you were going to ask me this because I'm a big fan <laughs> and I was really trying to think of something that wasn't cliche or hasn't been said before but I just have to be honest yeah let's Um, hear it podcasts oh yeah (laughs) 
Um, and so I, like, I think I started listening to podcasts back in, I think it was June. And, um, I feel like they've changed my life. And as a mom, it's just like having that intellectual stimulation is just so key. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's spiritual reading while multitasking. You can, yes. you know, you know, you've talked about this before. I know with other guests too. I just, I love, it's just really kind of taken away my desire to like binge watch TV instead yeah. I listen to podcasts, you know? Right. So, um, I, I can totally relate to that. And even, I mean, you spend a full day with kiddos and <laughs> you're having, yeah. um, your conversations are usually, you know, just simple sentences. <laughs> and so yeah. it is refreshing in a way to, yeah, to have that. I, I really started listening to podcasts regularly maybe a, f- a few years ago. And um, like when I just had Lucy and even when PJ, when he was a baby and just born um, and we would do like a lot of walks just so that I could get out and get some fresh air yeah. and podcasts were like, okay, we can go for a walk. The kids are going to be content because they love being outside. We'll walk to the park and I can have my time to listen, <laughs> listen oh, to a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's really that's when I so started nice. getting to them as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, do you have any that you would recommend to people that um, that maybe you haven't heard us mention on the podcast before or something? Yeah. Um, I My number one recommend recommendation would be um, Father Hudgens. Um, it's Father Hudgen Homilies. Oh, He's okay. a priest in Virginia. Um, a college friend recommended him, and holy cow. Your life will be changed. Really? <laughs> awesome. Okay. They come out, they're just about every day, and they're his daily mass homilies as well as his Sunday mass, and they're usually like five to seven minute long homilies, and a Sunday mass homily is probably um, like 12 to 14 minutes. So it's like so doable. Like usually I laugh that I do like, I listen to a daily mass homily and get my makeup on, you know, for yeah. the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he though is so... I mean, he's amazing. He is just, I like want to just like scream it from the rooftop. So I'm, yeah, <laughs> he is just so challenging. You just leave, you just listen and you're like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. I, you know, I'm going to be a saint and you know, yeah. like I, yeah. So I definitely recommend him. Um, That's I awesome. like, how do you spell uh, that just out of it? It's, um, his last name is H U D G I N S. Okay. Cool. I'll link to it in the show notes as well, yeah. but just for people listening. <clears throat> and then I like um, Catholic Stuff You Should Know. That's a pretty popular one. Yeah, I don't know okay. if you've listened to that one. I've listened to a few uh, episodes. Yeah, yeah, I like that one too. Um, and then I like um, Three Dogs North, which was um, Lindsay's favorite. She was like, this oh, is my okay. favorite. Um, it's two seminarians and a priest talking. And um, they just always have a lot of good... It's, it's very similar. It reminds me of Catholic stuff you should know. You know, they just okay. have a lot of good um, golden nuggets in there, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. So, yeah. Perfect. I will definitely check those out. And then I'll link to them in the show notes as well. All right. And then my last question, as you know, is yeah. do you have any mom hacks to share? Um, yeah. So this one um, is I, I shamelessly stole from Lindsay. So like I said, I, you know, she is like a big inspiration to me. Um, I went and visited her and I was at, oh, I just loved this mom hack of hers. Um, 
so we do pretty much don't have any toys around. What they they are all in plastic bins labeled up in a closet. So I have a bin of um, Legos and another bin of dolls and another bin of um, whatever it is, um, play food. And so the kids have to ask for which bin they want each day. Like, oh, we'll take the, the car bin or whatever. And then <gasps> so it's up high. So I take it down and then that's what they're playing with. And then if they want another bin, they have to clean up the other one, which is very simple for them because it's just one bin. It's not overwhelming. Wow. And um, since doing that, wow, it has really, really been positive in our house. Um, I'm less stressed because there's not just, you know, random toys everywhere. And the kids are just so much more focused in their play. Yeah. And then I also found that they play a lot, like, without toys. Like, they use their imagination. Like, they just... um, like, sometimes they don't ask for bins, and they just, like, in the summer, they spent so much time outside, and I think it was because they weren't, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with toys, it's just that it's just so much more simple, and they're just more focused, and it's just yeah. been um, such a blessing, really. Wow, I love this. I think this might be my favorite mom hack that we shared <laughs> on the show. I love that. I, I am definitely going to try that, because it is overwhelming, and then... Um, like with my kids, when I'm ready to do cleanup, we put on like some cleanup music. But, you know, it can take a while, <laughs> a mm. while because there's so much stuff that's out. So I love the idea of just doing one bin at a time. And yeah, I mean, I and then I could guarantee you it might change your mom life. <laughs> yeah, that's that's incredible. I love that. And I think that I could just imagine that would be so much more of a relief, like just removing so much stress because <laughs> there's no clutter and you if someone pops over to say hi it's not like oh sorry about all this crazy right and it, it just looks more like yeah it's more contained yeah, um, normal crazy I do not keep, total crazy i do keep um all their books out um because you know i really want to okay. foster a love for you know for reading and so that right. is something else that really picked up is because their toys are up they're sitting there like flipping through books and talking about the pictures and it's like wow you know yeah oh I love that that's a great idea well Tressa thank you so much for coming on today it's been so lovely chatting with you and it's been great talking with you as well yeah well let me go ahead and close this in a prayer okay Lord, thank you so much for today and thank you for the unique ways that you've formed each of us and passions uh, that you've given us and gifts that you continue to reveal in us. And I pray, God, that uh, you would give us opportunities in our lives as moms to pursue those things that bring us joy. We thank you for our children and the call to motherhood you've given us. Um, help us, Lord, to love our kids well today and in that to serve you. And Jesus, we pray all this in your holy name. Amen. Hi, friends. I'll keep this outro short today because in an effort to pursue some hobbies and time with my husband, Cameron and I are headed out the door to play a board game and catch a movie. I hope, like me, you mamas found some encouragement from this chat with Tressa. 
Thanks so much for listening in. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Diapers and Disciples and more about the podcast, including show notes at diapersanddisciples.com. Until next time, you all are in my prayers.